Welcome to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, it beats the competition, and grows your business. I'm your host, Sam Moss. Well, everybody, great to be back with you again this week. For those of you who have been following along, um, my wife and my in-laws and I have been working on a house flip project for the past uh, I would say six months, I think since back in October. Um, and if you're friends with me on Facebook or you follow me on Instagram or LinkedIn, um, we've been posting pictures throughout the process and we, over this weekend, officially listed the house. Um, it was pretty much a full gut. So we had to, uh, literally rip down everything to the studs. We put in all new electric, all new plumbing, um, new floors, new drywall, everything. We even resided the entire house, put a new porch on it, added a deck. I mean, this was an overhaul. Um, so whoever gets it's going to get a brand new house. Um, it's going to be, it's right in Elmira, New York. For those of you who are in the area or looking to move, um, I would say it's one of the prettiest ones on the market, if not the best looking house in the market. Um, that's just my own personal opinion. Um, but if you want some information, check out my Facebook page. Um, and, uh, or if you're just curious to see what it looks like, I would love for you guys to, to see it. It was definitely a learning experience and uh, a lot of fun during the process. And I'm just pretty excited that it's officially done. Um, but anyway, um, my special guest this week is Andy Storch. Now, Andy Storch is a talent development consultant. He's a coach, a facilitator, speaker, and connector. Um, and connecting is one of the things he's going to be talking with us about today. So he has a couple podcasts of his own and he does um, things in social media. And that's really what he talks about is connecting with people through social media. Now, a lot of people do that, but one of the things that he goes deeper on is really how to build a real relationship relationship with someone through, let's say, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, even if you've never met them in person. Um, and I always thought that it was such a shallow thing to do, but he was like, no, you can actually build some really good relationships. And uh, I've been implementing some of the things that he talked about, and uh, I think you're going to learn a lot um, about social media and how you can use it to build your business today. So here is my talk with Andy Storch. Andy, it is great to have you here uh, on Small Business Made Simple. It is a pleasure to have you on the show, my friend. Sam, thank you so much. I'm honored that uh, you reached out and invited me on the show. I'm always excited to talk about entrepreneurship and business and how people can grow. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite things. I love it. Can you share with us uh, a little bit of your background when it comes to business and entrepreneurship? I know that you've been uh, in that field for quite a while, right? Yeah, well, uh, off and on, and not too long, maybe compared with some of your other guests or some of your listeners uh, in the in its latest form. Um, I discovered entrepreneurship uh, right after college. My parents were teachers. There were I don't think any entrepreneurs in my family growing up. I was all very like traditional, get education, get a job kind of thing. Um, after college, I discovered entrepreneurship when I read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, who I'm sure many of your listeners are familiar with. I love and, that book. <laughs> yeah, it certainly opened my eyes to this idea of entrepreneurship, and I decided I wanted to do something like that. Um, I ended up, I grew up in Florida, I ended up moving to LA uh, kind of on a whim with my girlfriend at the time, now wife. And uh, I wanted so badly to be an entrepreneur that I ended up joining a couple startups to kind of learn from them and then started a couple of my own companies. And all of those things failed miserably. Um, nothing worked out very well. Uh, maybe there were some lessons learned in there. I'm not quite sure. Um, so I ended up 
uh, you know, needing some money and got into the corporate world. I worked in uh, insurance uh, for a big insurance company for a while. I got an MBA and then I got into consulting uh, with a really cool company called BTS. And I spent seven years working in this consulting company, traveling the world, um, facilitating workshops, teaching people about business and strategy and just learning a ton and building a great network in the in the in the over the course of that that job. And then about uh, two and a half years ago, I left there to become an independent consultant um, affiliated with uh, kind of a related company called Advantage Performance Group. And now, um, as I said, I work independently and uh, my specialty is connecting companies with exceptional learning solutions uh, to help them turn strategy and action and get people doing the best work of their lives. So, you know, essentially at the end of the day, I sell and run training and development to big companies, things like leadership development, uh, strategy alignment, business acumen, sales training, things like that. Um, and, uh, I have been just very fascinated with the kind of modern idea. I've always been big on networking, but fascinated with the modern idea of like how to go out and market and sell in this modern age, 2020. And so I do, I host two podcasts. I do a ton of stuff on social media. I get interviewed on other podcasts. Uh, and I'm all about building a personal brand, um, for the long term, you know, no matter what you do. And mm -hmm. it's, it's sort of been a slow ramp over the last couple of years, but I'm starting to see a lot of it really pay off with my business kind of, it's almost kind of exploding right now because of all the things I've done over the last couple of years. So probably haven't been an entrepreneur maybe as long as many of, uh, of your listeners, but I've been like all up in it for the last couple of years, studying everybody, following everybody, networking, trying a ton of things and um, just getting some, some great results, learning a lot of lessons and having a lot of fun. That's awesome, man. And you're here to share with us what has worked with uh, social media for you. So I want to jump right in. Can you start by really just saying uh, and sharing what you think the world, of so the world of social media is going to be looking like for 2020? Are there anything, you know, big changes coming down the pipe? Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm an expert on social media by any means, but I do mm -hmm. kind of follow what's going on with the different platforms. I try a lot of things. Um, I follow Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V, uh, who I'm sure you follow as well. He's a, he's a hero yeah, of mine, and I consume a lot of his stuff, and he talks about a lot of these things, so I learn a lot of things from him. Um, but, you know, the platforms and all the social media, it, it's changing all the time. Uh, and, you know, the one thing... I think I'll say that's relevant to everybody is you just got to be there. You know, I had a conversation. I got a phone call over the weekend from a, a good friend of mine uh, who's in his fifties, who's run his own business for a long time as a consultant, didn't really need social media, but now he wants to kind of start this movement, this coaching movement for men. And he called me and he's like, I just need a little bit of help, a little bit of coaching on this because I, you know, I really don't like social media, but I feel like I probably should be there. And I was like, yeah, you do have to be there. It's the name of the game these days because mm -hmm. that's where everybody is. It's just like 30 years ago, you had to be in the phone book, uh, you know, or at the local networking events. You've got to be on social media, not everywhere, not every platform, but your chosen platform, the one that is most relevant to your clients, um, to where your customers hang out. Uh, so for me, I'm in B2B corporate sales. So I'm on LinkedIn all day, every day. If you're more of a creative artist, you know, in B2C, maybe it's Instagram or Facebook. Um, if you're selling to, uh, you know, teenagers, maybe it's TikTok or Snapchat, right? Um, you know, whatever it is, like pick that platform and you've got to spend a lot of time there networking, interacting with people and creating a lot of content because uh, as Gary Vee says, attention is the name of the game. And I think, you know, he, he talks about day trading attention. 
And I still struggle with that. What's the right amount and all those things. Um, but I think just being out there all the time, people, people are, and the other thing I said to my friend, Howie, who called me is that if you look around wherever you go, like I just, I, I go out a lot of places all the time with my kids and stuff. And I'm always just look at what people are doing. And a lot of times people are on their phones, right? And if you're mm -hmm. older, sometimes people are cynical, like, oh, everybody's on their phones all the time, but like, whatever, that's the age we live in. And if you look at what they're doing, they're consuming, like everybody is consuming content. They're either on Instagram or LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever, reading articles on Reddit. And so they're consuming anyway. So, I mean, my philosophy is why not give them something to consume, get in front of them, get their attention, as long as you're going to create something valuable. Uh, yeah. So, you know, like I said, I host a couple of podcasts. I try to post on LinkedIn almost every single day. I also use Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and I'm in, in that space, I'm really just kind of building a personal brand. I don't even have anything to sell yet, but mm -hmm. I just want to build. I want to network. I want to get attention. Um, and also the last, you know, the last thing I'll say on it too is for me, it's kind of the modern networking. I do invest a lot of money in going to conferences and networking events. And I just hosted my own first conference and I still Good for love you. and thank you. I still love and value the, the personal, you know, real life connections with people, but I've also met and made so many friends over social media. Um, it's just amazing, uh, how easy it is to connect with great people and build relationships. I mean, you, you reached out to me on LinkedIn and now we're mm -hmm. chatting today and, and we'll have a relationship. Who knows where it'll go? Uh, but it all started with social media. Yeah. And that's awesome. Um, now, if someone is listening to this and they've really, they've barely done anything with social media for their business or their brand, what is the first thing you would tell them? Look, you need to, to start here and this will get you a great foundation. Um, so... Number one, I would say is you know think about where you want to be or where your customers are. So just pick one platform. You don't have to be on all of them. Uh, as I said, for me, LinkedIn is my number one, um, but I also dabble in Instagram and Facebook and a tiny bit with Twitter. Uh, for you, it might be Twitter. It might be Instagram, whatever it is. Like pick that one mm -hmm. thing and uh, start trying some stuff, you know, post and, and share some content uh, and also study and see what other people are doing. I don't think... You need to, I'm big on investing in education and growth, but I don't think you need to like take a class or anything. For me, yeah. like LinkedIn, I just follow a lot of other LinkedIn influencers and, and people who seem to know what they're doing. And I just watch what they do. Like, oh, they posted something like that and they seem to get a lot of engagement or they mm -hmm. wrote an article or, or oh, videos seem to be really doing well um, versus text content. And so I watch what they do and I try to learn from them. And then I try to emulate that in my own way, right? I'm never going to be anybody else. You don't need to try to copy or be a clone of anybody. Do it with your own style. And then speaking of style, I think is, you know, find your style, embrace it. I, I like doing video and audio. Um, and I like writing too. Some people are really good on video and they're terrible writers. So do a lot of video. Or if you're the mm -hmm. opposite and you're like, video scares the crap out of me, um, but I'm a pretty good writer then, you know, write a blog and share articles on LinkedIn or, you know, whatever it is, write those long posts that really engage people. Uh, and then the last thing I'll say is just like, be authentic. Like, don't try to be somebody else. I'm, I'm so big on that. And I, I never try to fake anything. My biggest fear is that people are going to, you know, call me out and be like, oh, you're not who you said you were, right? I, yeah. I, I yeah. want to be 100% authentic. Sometimes that means being vulnerable and admitting mistakes. Um, and I do brag about things, but I don't brag about anything that I haven't actually accomplished. And that wasn't like hard work that I put into things. So I, I think being authentic, keeping it real, focusing on the platform where your customers are, and then your style where you're most comfortable, whether it's video, audio, writing. Um, and along with that, 
don't assume that other people consume that way as well, because we all have our own kind of preferred method of consuming and mm-hmm. other people are different. For instance, I love podcasts. I rarely watch YouTube and I don't really read blogs, but other people are quite the opposite. They, they read all day long and they don't really yeah. listen to podcasts or whatever. Right. So I also try to, uh, you know, as you get more advanced, I try to repurpose more and more where I take one piece of content, uh, and reproduce it in other places. So I might record a podcast and then turn it into a LinkedIn article or, um, you know, make a video and turn it into a different types of posts or something like that. I'm still, Gary mm-hmm. the master of that. I'm still trying to get better at that all the time, but you know, I think there's just so many opportunities, um, focusing on your, your style, but then also don't take it for granted that people consume all kinds of different ways. Yeah. You had mentioned that you're, you're building a personal brand and you're not even really trying to sell anything yet. Yeah. Um, so if this doesn't apply, that's perfectly fine. But where have you found the line to be when it comes to providing value and promoting your business on a page or an account or social media? Um, that's interesting. I'm, I'm not quite sure. I, you know, I try to keep things pretty personal. So I don't use any like business pages or anything like that for other people. That is probably the right way to go. Yeah. Um, so I post a lot, you know, on, on Instagram and Facebook, uh, and LinkedIn as well with my personal name. And some things are personal and some things are business related. Okay. I, I try to do a mix of, uh, you know, personal stuff versus promotional stuff. So, you know, I mentioned a couple couple podcasts and I, I try to promote those at least once a right. week. I'll do a post of like, hey, here's the episode that I came out with or here's a, a great interview. I was on Sam Moss's podcast. Do you want to check this out? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I might do that. But that's I try to make that like one out of every five or 10 posts. The other stuff is a lot of like, you know, giving value, starting conversations, asking interesting questions. Um, but it's it's a balance you got to figure out. Right. I actually. Right. I think I spent a lot too much time over the first couple of years of my business um, being scared to sell on social media. And so I would only focus on like, hey, what are some interesting things I can post to, to provide value? And I have a sales coach and she was like, you need to be selling more on social media. Like she was putting mm-hmm. putting the pressure on me. So I have started doing that more, at least on LinkedIn. Yeah. Posting more about the learning solutions that I run. And I kind of make it like a, it's usually like, hey, I ran this yesterday for a client. These are the great things that happen if you're interested in finding out more about this comment or reach out to me and every now and then people do, you know, it's not a ton. People don't really mm-hmm. want to be sold to, I think on social media, but they want to be right. informed. They want to learn. They're there to either be educated or be entertained um, or be inspired. Right. So I, I try to do all of those things and throw in a little bit of a, uh, Hey, if you're interested in this, uh, you know, let me know. And I think a lot of it also is, just kind of building awareness in the back of people's minds. So they may not be ready to buy something right now, but six months from now, they may have a need that's in my space if they're in talent development. So my typical client or buyer is a head of talent development in a big company. uh, And they may have a need come up and I want them to go, oh, I know I should call that guy. Andy Storch posts on LinkedIn every day about talent development, development. He's the guy I need to call. And I have done that where I've needed things. And the person that came to mind was the person that I see in my feed all the time. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that person does that. And I've seen some of their stuff and I trust them. So I'm going to give them a call and you know see if, uh, if their product or service is something that would be useful for me. We'll be back with the rest of my interview with Andy in just a minute. So the main thing that we do here at One Click Agency is we design websites for business owners like yourself. 
Now, we have found that many business owners have a website that looks cluttered, it's confusing, or they really just don't have a website at all. Here at OneClick, we can help you with all of those issues. So we design websites that look clean, they are simple, and they have a really nice look to them. They have a clear and effective message about your brand so you can show your customers that you're a reliable, incredible business when they look you up online. Now, if your business doesn't have a website or really is in ju- just in need of a fresh new look for 2020, we want to help you with that. Visit OneClickCloudSites.com today and get a website for your business. That's the number one, ClickCloudSites.com, and you can take your business to the next level and stand out among your competitors. That's the number one, ClickCloudSites.com. As a business owner, and I have struggled with this um, when it comes to reaching out cold to someone who I haven't talked to on social media before. And I think it's a great thing you can do for your business. But I I feel so fake when I do that. How as business owners, can we use that to our advantage and not be like, oh, well, here's this guy. Obviously, I know why he's connecting with me. Look at he sells this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I get, I hear you and, uh, you know, LinkedIn, all platforms, but LinkedIn especially is just full of people mm-hmm. who connect with you and oh, eventually oh, send, send you the pitch. Right. And you're like, Oh, yeah. come on. Um, so, I mean, number one is, and what people always say is like, focus on building genuine relationships and, and that's not easy, right? You, you connect with someone and then cold, just be like, Hey, how you doing? And then people are always skeptical. Like, why is this guy asking? Right. Um, <laughs> I am a huge fan of uh, what my friend James Carberry calls uh, content-based networking. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you know him or are you familiar with that. Uh, nope. we're, we're kind of doing it right now. He just wrote a book called Content-Based Networking. Uh, I believe that's what it's called. I've got it around here somewhere. I'm actually, he just came out with it a couple of weeks ago and I'm reading it. Uh, and it's great. It, it describes exactly what I've been doing with my uh, talent development podcast. And he does it at a bigger scale. Like he definitely invented it. I just am very lucky. I came to the same conclusion and we had lunch one day and it was like, Oh my gosh, you're doing that too. So I leverage my podcast to build relationships with people. That's basically what it is at the end of the day. It's the same thing we're doing yeah. right now. Like you reached out to me, yeah, and exactly. like, Hey, you know, do you want to come on my podcast? And it allows you and I to chat. We would also record it. We provide value for other people. Awesome. So what I do is uh, because I'm in, like I said, talent development consulting, my typical client is like a head of talent development or a chief learning officer uh, or a director of learning and development at a big company. I will connect with those people on LinkedIn. And then um, in the old days, I would just say like, hey, can we find time to chat? And they knew I was trying to sell to them. And I would have like a 10 to 20% success rate, let's say. Nowadays, um, if they're pretty senior, uh, I'll say, hey, I host a podcast. Uh, about talent development, I'd love to interview you about your experience and share that with my listeners. And mm-hmm. now, uh, you know, everybody has a story they want to tell. Some people are not interested or they're skeptical or whatever, but I probably have a 70% success rate with that where people go, oh yeah, I'd love to do that. And they click the link and they schedule it like you and I did. And then we get on Zoom and we're on video and we're face-to-face and we do an interview and we're building a relationship. And then at the end, I'll, I'll try to, uh, I don't always manage my time very well, uh, but I'll try to leave like 10 minutes and just say, hey, what are you working on? What do you got going on? Mm-hmm. And uh, oftentimes it's something that I can help with. And then I'll say like, oh, you know what? My actual, my main business is X in addition to the podcast. Um, I run a lot of training and development programs and I might have something that can help you with that. 
and because we've built that relationship and they they you know see me as a real person now versus just this cold right. email or message the response is almost always like oh yeah i would love to learn more about that and you know a small mm -hmm. percent of the time they're just being polite but a lot of times they are actually interested and i've gotten clients from it um including a couple of big clients delta airlines became a client um, because I invited somebody from there on my podcast who had that's awesome. Uh, yeah, exactly. Who had like not responded to my other requests in the past, and we got on Zoom mm -hmm. and we started chatting, built a relationship. Um, we started doing some work together. They became a client last year. We're talking about more things. Um, I've got a few other new clients now that came from the podcast, either from uh, them being a guest or them being a listener. I find that uh, people are listening to my podcast, and then we're connecting. And then I say, hey, what are you working on? And now I've got the um, the authority and, uh, you know, kind of the like, oh, this guy's a podcast host. He, I've listened to him. Like, I like him. I trust him. I know what he's talking about. I'd be happy to connect mm -hmm. with him. And then we connect. And it's like, oh, I do this. I might be able to help you with this. And um, I was actually just in Dallas. I live in Orlando, but I was in Dallas yesterday running a leadership program uh, for an uh, investment bank. And the woman who hired me started listening to my podcast. and then. Um, reached out. Uh, and as I mentioned, I hosted my first conference a few weeks ago in January 2020 uh, called the Talent Development Think Tank. And she listened to my podcast. Mm -hmm. She bought a ticket to the conference. We started talking. She's like, oh, I have this program, this opportunity coming up. Let's see if one of your programs would be a fit. And she hired me and I ran the program yesterday. I made money and uh, and we have a great relationship. We'll probably do more things together. And it started with her listening to my podcast. And so That's really cool. starting, a, you know, using content, I love using content, especially a podcast um, to build relationships, not just with potential, you know, finding your clients to be um, potential guests, but also listeners that find it because your podcast doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to be John Lee Dumas, the entrepreneur on fire with like, you know, millions of downloads. You just need a niche. And yeah. my podcast is not that big, but because it's a very defined niche called the talent development hot seat, people who work in talent development find it all the time because they're mm -hmm. interested in learning more and getting better at their jobs. And so they one day they go on iTunes and they're like, oh, I wonder if there's any podcasts about talent development. They find it. They start listening to it. We build a relationship, kind of a one way, right? And then eventually right. we, they connect with me on LinkedIn or join my email list and we get on Zoom and we or a phone and we build a relationship further. and then. You know, some will become clients, some will be years before they become clients, but I'm building the network using that content. And I think mm -hmm. that it's like, um, I don't want to, you know, toot my own horn too much because I've had plenty of bad ideas, but this is one of the best ideas I've ever had. It's one of the ones that's worked. Exactly. So what, really well. Yeah. So in addition to podcasting, what um, would you suggest is a great way to get content out there for a business? Um, I like podcasting myself. It's what I'm using right now to get content out there. Yeah. Um, but I can guarantee there are some people that would never try it and, yeah. uh, everybody's his own person or their own person. So I get it. Yeah. Um, is there any other ideas that you have where you're just like, you know, they, these are some great ways to get content out there as well? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of stuff, right? Like videos, obviously, if you want to do video and, and do a YouTube mm -hmm. show or something channel, you can, um, offer an interview of people on that. And I take some of my podcast interviews sometimes and, and put the video on YouTube. Uh, if you're not comfortable on video, or even audio, and you don't think that your guests might be or whatever, uh, and I think you might be wrong, I would challenge you on that um, because it just takes practice. Uh, but yeah. blogging, <laughs> blogging and writing articles is a great way to do it as well. And okay. you can interview people for that. You can reach out to people and say, hey, I'm writing an article about XYZ, right? About 
I'm writing an article about what it takes to run a successful funeral home. Let's say you sell to funeral home mm -hmm. directors or something, right? Can I interview for you? Can I have 20 minutes, 30 minutes to interview you for my article? And I will quote you in it. And, uh, and a lot of people are going to say yes. And then you're going to get on the phone. You'll ask the questions. You'll build a relationship. Because I think a lot of people out there kind of know in the back of their minds that um, the way the game is going now, um, they need to build some type of brand and either, and, and like, you know, share their story and get stuff out there, but they have no idea how yeah. to do it. So if you give them a platform, I'm writing an article and I'd love to quote you in an article who doesn't want to be quoted in an article or be interviewed, exactly. in yeah. right? Yeah. Only people who are already famous and quoted tons turn that opportunity down. Most other people, unless they're just too busy or they don't trust you are going to mm -hmm. say yes, or even more, if you are a writer. Take it a step further. I'm writing a book on um, I'm writing a book on how small businesses can grow. Can I interview you for my book? And you'll be quoted in the book. Who the hell doesn't want to be quoted in a book? I would, <laughs> like, exactly. I yeah, so they would jump over that. Exactly. If you were like, "Hey, I'm turning these interviews into a book," and you're going to be mentioned there, I'd be like, "I'm going to be in a book. That's amazing." Yeah. So I'm, there's just lots of things you can do. You know, lots of opportunities could be short videos on Instagram. You know, whatever. Um, but you're you're providing the platform and giving people a place to to talk and tell their story, and I, I find most people don't say no to that. Yeah, and to finish out here, uh, Andy, what would you if there was a business owner and they're obviously they're listening here right now? If you could give one piece of advice to them when it comes to social media, building their brand, um, learning not to be a fake person online, yeah. um, what you know in any of those areas, what would that piece of advice be? Uh, focus on real relationships, you know, just because it's social media now, I don't think it's any different from the way life was 50 years ago. Obviously the way mm -hmm. we get information, consume information, do business is different in terms of technology. But at the end of the day, people do business based on relationships. It's still the mm -hmm. number one reason why people get hired, why people find, you know, hire clients, why people go do business. I, I do it. Um, you know, as, as, there's millions and millions of Amazon reviews out there. But you will, most people will buy a product, a book, a service, whatever, uh, a lot faster based on a personal recommendation from a friend than they will from any number of anonymous reviews. And so don't forget that it's all personal, that every name you see on social media is a real person. I connect with people. I get on phone calls. Um, I've made so many friends from social media that it's not even about business. But then those people we end up supporting each other on social media as well, mm -hmm. right? So I post something and then my friends see it and they, they like or comment just to help me out. And I do the same thing right. for my friends. Um, and it, it kind of snowballs and, uh, and those people recommend me and I recommend them. And the more I get to know people uh, and know what they do, the more often I can recommend their stuff and, and vice versa. So, um, and don't forget about real life networking too. I go to, like I said, I go to a lot of conferences and I speak and I invest money in going to conferences and I meet people and I hosted my own first my conference a few weeks ago because I wanted to take the online offline, um, you know, in a in a world where we're, we're more connected than ever. Um, I think the power of personal connection, looking somebody in the eyes has never been more important. And so I know people love mm -hmm. coming together, meeting in real life, and they trust people that they've met or talked to uh, more than a name on social media. So find ways to you know, meet people for lunch, connect with them, get on a video call or even just a regular phone call and just connect and get to know people, ask them questions, hear their story um, and just make it personal. And the more personal relationships you build, whether it's via social media or anything else, I think the, the better off you're going to be long term.
I love it. Can you close out by sharing where we can find out more about uh, you, uh, what you're doing, and even your podcasts? Uh, yeah, everything is on social media. Since we're talking about social media, there we go. <laughs> if I sent you anywhere else, um, so yeah, I could send you to a website or something like that. But you know, forget it. Find me on uh, LinkedIn. If you happen to spend any time on LinkedIn, I'm posting on there every day and networking, connecting with people. Uh, Andy Storch, uh, S T O R C H is my last name. Um, but I'm also very active on Instagram and Facebook, and I do a little bit of Twitter, but I'm not very good at Twitter. So if anybody out there is a, a great Twitter person, uh, come on the podcast and talk about how to be good at Twitter, because that's not my specialty. Um, but yeah, uh, and my podcasts are uh, the Talent Development Hot Seat, which is about corporate talent development, and the Andy Storch Show, which is more uh, about personal development and uh, things going on with me. Uh, and again, just find me on LinkedIn or Instagram, and I'd love to connect. Andy, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, absolute pleasure having you here. I appreciate it, Sam. I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, I love that we are connected now, and uh, I hope everybody has an awesome day. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Andy. Um, for those of you listening, make sure you checked out his podcast as well. He has a couple. So the first one is the Talent Development Hot Seat. And then the second is the Andy Storch Show. Um, show him some love. Show him some support. Uh, super cool guy and great to have him on the podcast. Now, if you have not gotten a chance to review my podcast, please do so. I love hearing what you think of the show, how you uh, have applied some things to your business and what you have learned. And really, it just helps me spread the word about the podcast. So you guys would be awesome if you do that. Um, if you want to be one of the first to know when a new episode comes out, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and you'll get any new episodes automatically downloaded to your device. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast where we believe a website with a clear message never confuses, it will beat your competition and it grows your business. business.